0: Hey, what's going on, internet? You are listening to the Free Cheese and Hot Sauce pregame show. Uh, I'm your host. I'm Chris. I am. Uh, I'm the only one who wanted to wake up at 8:30 to do the show today. So uh, here I am. We're talking Bulls Celtics. The Bulls are coming in at 26 and 14 after after yeah. See, good thing it's just me. Uh, after a loss to the Wizards, and they are now on a two-game losing streak. Been a bit cold lately, but I think we're fine. I'll get to that in a minute. The Celtics are 13-24, and 24, and they just lost to Atlanta because, you know, everyone loses to Atlanta. Um, the Celtics kind of lose to everybody, though, especially with all the people they've been trading. Uh, right now, their starting lineup looks so very different from what it did at the beginning of the year. We have Avery Bradley, Evan Turner, Jay Crowder, Jared Sollinger, and Tyler Zeller. As their starting five, um, I wasn't even aware Avery Bradley was really a point guard. I thought he was more of a combo guard who fit more at the two, but maybe not. Um, for the Bulls, this is, uh, this is tough with all the injuries right now, so I'm going to take a wild stab. Uh, Rose, Jimmy Butler, Tony Snell, Pau Gasol, and Taj Gibson seems most likely. Uh, Gibson is actually probable with some kind of injury. I already closed the show notes, but he's probable, um... The Bulls, however, a lot of guys are not probable. McDermott and Dunleavy are still out, though Doug is close, according to Tibbs, and I want to say Dunleavy recently said that his ankle injury is like responding worse than they expected or something along that line. Um, haven't gotten any official word yet, so I don't really know what that means. Uh, so we're going to have to keep a very close eye on that, because we all know how important Dunleavy has been to the team. I'm sure we'll talk about that on the podcast tonight. Boom! It just got bumped. Uh, And then Joe Kim Noah is questionable. I'm going to guess out after he rolled his ankle. Uh, I hope he's out. I think, you know, let's just rest him a bit. Let's make sure he's healthy. Let's let's give him all the time we need. We've got the personnel to do it. Um, And I guess that kind of ties in with my uh, first point, which is, uh, you know how the Bulls have kind of been doing poorly recently and everyone's in panic mode. Just calm down, everybody. Rome isn't burning. We're not giving up our title aspirations. It's not being handed to Atlanta. It's a midseason slump. It happens every year to a lot of good teams. Uh, the Spurs lost 5 of 7 in late January and uh, February last year. Uh, they lost to Detroit and Brooklyn in that stretch. Uh, the Heat the year before lost 6 of 10 uh, late December, early January. The Spurs went undefeated in March after their thing, and the Heat won 26 straight later that year. The I'm not saying obviously that's going to happen with the Bulls. It has the potential to. I think we have the talent to do something similar to that. Um, maybe not a 26-game win streak, but definitely somewhere in the uh, sort of unstoppable force of recency. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, but the NBA season it just has an up and down. It has ups and downs. You learn from the losses. Um, we'll be fine once we get healthy, maybe even sooner if Jimmy and Rose can get hot at the same time. Um, I think this game is an opportunity for that just because they'll be able to work out matchups that'll work well. Um, there's really no one with the size to guard Jimmy, even at the three for the Celtics. Uh, Avery Bradley might do a pretty good job of guarding Rose, but. Uh, at the same time, I expect Rose to keep attacking, and when he does that, there's really no one who's proven they can stop him as long as his shot is actually falling. Um, let's see, Washington and all the good games has had. Um, I don't know, this is just, it's one of those games. I've said it pretty much every time we've played the Celtics this year. This is an opportunity to really get rolling, to get ourselves some momentum. Um... There's just matchups everywhere, especially now that Rondo's gone, especially now that Jeff Green is gone. I mean, the guys I've had to replace him are decent. You know, Evan Turner's been pretty good the last 10 games or so, but he's kind of dropped off a bit more recently. Um, Jay Crowder is a very good role player, someone I really like, but is he a starting three in the league? I really don't think so. I don't think he has the strength to do it Um, or really the offensive versatility. You kind of need to create with the ball in your hand if you want to be a three. Um, What else? What else? What else? Um, Jaron Soldier. He's good, but uh, he's actually really good. I think he has a very, very bright future ahead of him. But he's also the type of big guy we handle pretty well. He's neither super strong or super big or super athletic. So Pau should have kind of the opportunities to create his own shot in the way he's been kind of struggling to against guys like uh, Nene, who's big and strong and scary, or uh, other people who I'm not going to bother listening right now. Um, And then there's always Nico coming off the bench, who if you look at the Celtics' bigs, they don't, really have a lot of guys who could run around with someone on the perimeter. I mean, when they had Jeff Green, he could he could move to the four. I mean, it was a small lineup, uh, kind of similar to when Carmelo Anthony plays at the four for New York. But, uh, no, I just don't really see the uh, speed or athleticism to keep up with Nico around the perimeter from Boston's front line. So he might have all the room he needs to generate offense, which might benefit us in the kind of way that having Dunleavy opened up lanes for us and um, it's not like Nico's not going to be in the game today either. He will probably play big minutes since I don't expect Joakim to play at all, hopefully because um, we just really shouldn't need him against Boston. I mean, you look at the matchups with Jimmy Butler, you know, who's really going to guard him? Um, Evan Turner and Jay Crowder, I don't y- you know, I mean Crowder's good all around, but he's not you know, he's not the caliber of defender that's going to lock down Jimmy Butler when he's making a shot and when he's, um, driving with that kind of just bull-like, ah, oh, he's a bull, um, force. So, even off the bench, there's really no one. They have kind of a small set of guards off the bench. I'm going to click over to their bench here. I mean, they've got Tayshon Prince, who's tall, but he's slower at this point, and he's really more of a spot-up three-point shooter. Uh... Based on this, they've already gotten rid of Austin Rivers and Nate Robinson, and oh geez, there was a Celtics trade that I have not talked about at all. That just popped up in my feed, so uh, this may be out of date. But whatever, I'm not going to stop recording and redo my notes. No sir. Um. Anyway, one other thing that I uh, found kind of interesting is that the Bulls do have a significant uh, experience advantage here, and. In that I mean that the Celtics don't have anyone in their starting lineup who's been in the league for more than five seasons. Uh, their two most veteran players are, if I'm recalling this correctly, Evan Turner and, yeah, Avery Bradley in the starting lineup. So um, not not a whole lot of veteran presence. Even on the bench there's not too much. They've got uh, Brandon Bass who, you know, continues to contribute, but he's not... You know, he wouldn't really fit in on a contender at this point. Uh, Who else? Tayshaun Prince, I already mentioned. He's old. Uh, Just very old at this point. I don't think he can... um, I don't think he could even really keep up with uh, Snell at this point if Snell continues to attack and uh, continue to make me look like an idiot. Um, But, yeah, there are other guards. Marcus Smart, Marcus Thornton. I mean, they have Gerald Wallace, but they never play him, and he's, you know, not good. Uh... So, yeah, I just don't see where the Celtics will even have a chance to defend us or even where they'll score on us. I mean, potentially Evan Turner could do really well if he gets the right matchup and if Tony Snell or maybe if Kirk Heinrich starts for some reason, which I actually much prefer Snell in the starting lineup. I realized why I won that at the beginning of the year uh, in the Wizards game. Um... Evan Turner, I mean, he's been good in his last ten games, sort of. No, he's not. Wow. Let's look at the stats. He uh, only had a couple of good games there. I'm wrong. Never mind. Evan Turner probably won't do much for him. Uh, Avery Bradley's always good. Sellinger's always good. Uh, Olenek has the potential off the bench to really hurt us. Uh, Same for Selinger, just because... Bigs who can knock down mid range to slightly long range jumpers off the high pick and roll really kill us. Um, See the Wizards game for reference there, I guess. Um, And that might hurt us, but at the same time, if you're having their bigs settle for jumpers for most of their offensive production, I think you're just fine doing that. You know, let them, you know, not get things in the paint because that's how you're going to beat a bad team or not no the Celtics are a bad team I don't have any problem saying that um cuz I mean you look at the, it's not a jump shooting team this is a team that's meant to attack the basket so you have to keep them out of the lane at pretty much every cost um and if you can do that then that'll open up a lot of other things if you're forcing them to take jumpers you'll probably get a few long rebounds uh get a few easy buckets in transition and you have to make good decisions in transition, which I really don't think anyone but Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler have been doing, Um, and the only reason they've really been making good decisions is because in transition, their goal is just get to the hoop at least to get fouled, and it works out. Um, Other guys I've noticed, at least the last couple games, they haven't really been filling lanes correctly or running with each other in transition, which you can't do, I mean you need to get easy baskets that's how you get momentum that's how you get your offense going and it's how you tire out the other team in a way that you can actually um you know move around in the half court and get open opportunities there so um definitely watch out for the high pick and roll this team has the opportunity to really kill us with it but at the same time that cannot be your only weapon so i think it's time to make a prediction uh, oh wait! I forgot to mention these. There's another pa- uh, man. Um, no, it's time to make a prediction. I'm gonna say that the Bulls win this one. I I've, I've said this far too many times at this point, um, but I think the Bulls are due for a big win. I think they need a big win if they want to get out of this little slump. Uh, so I'm gonna say the Bulls win 109.92. If they open up the game with defensive intensity. They came out against the Wizards and they played with a lot of energy on offense, but not a ton on defense, and then it kind of fell off towards the end. They have to play defense with a lot of energy. It's what this team is based on. Um, Defense will create offense, especially when your jump shots aren't dropping, which we tend to settle for a little bit. like I said, getting out in transition, getting blocks, getting steals, long rebounds, I mean, that's the kind of thing that helps you build the lead, not just play shot for shot with another team. So defensive intensity is definitely the key of the game. I think the Bulls manage it. I think they win. Bowl of the game, I'm going to go Jimmy Butler. I don't know who defends him. I think he's ready to get back into a rhythm, and teams like Boston are the way to do it. So uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler, Bull of the game. Bulls win 109-92 uh so that's a podcast i think i'm just gonna transition right into the end stitcher pocket cast rate us on itunes check out the subreddit chicagables.reddit.com uh free cheese and hot sauce.com. that is where you'll find all of our other stuff other podcasts articles um videos of the sort which we've been working on a little bit um what else do we do oh yeah check out the uh bread or feed us section i guess on the website uh, and if you're, like, using Amazon or whatever, uh, that will help us out, help us pay for hosting and the sort. Um, what else, what else, what else? Um, I really don't think there's anything else we need to touch on, so, uh, no, I'm gonna go into recording the next show, which I'm recording for today, for some reason. Anyway, drive home safe to the internet, beep beep.